welcome to Star Wars Geek Girl. I'm Zoe, and we are back with Lizzie. Uh, hello! I, like, <laughs> muted to cough, and I was like, oh. hi! <laughs> okay, hi! Um, yes, we are back um, with many Star Wars things. Um, we, this week, premiered the Bad Batch Season 3, the final season. Uh, sadly, but... Nah... They're lying. They're lying. <laughs> Stage it's one our... is denial. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is our professional yap, ep- yap episode about professional, bad batch. Professional yappers. I mean, we always yap. We are always professionally yapping. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the Bad Batch season three premiered with three episodes. Um, Confined, Paths Unknown, and Shadows of Tantus were the three episodes. Um, spoiler-free thoughts, I guess. I loved all of them <laughs> so much. Crazy. They were, all, they were all really good. Yes. Um, I think the first one might have been my favorite. I think. Maybe the third one. But they were all amazing. It was a really great step back into the show and, like, to reunite with these characters after a while and I am so scared. I'm so scared <laughs> about what's gonna happen next, but also very excited for the rest yeah. of the season. Yes. I I think well, not that I didn't like, but I think of the three, I think the episode one was my least favorite. What? Well, again, no, like, I, I liked it. I loved it. But, like, of the three, uh, I think I really liked the third one um, the most. Um, but I thought it was funny because I, I was telling Zoe earlier, uh, my apartment, which, yippee, I have an apartment. <sighs> Way to rub it uh, in. Wow. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just trying to explain how adult I am. <laughs> No, um, but my apartment's all windows, like, in that, like, from the, because the kitchen and the living room is attached, and there's just, it's just, the wall is windows, which is great, and, like, you know, reduces, like, electricity bill, because you don't have to turn on light, blah, 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 right? But, (laughs) there's too much light, and even our, uh, our, uh, curtains that we got don't really help that much, um, so we were. I watched the first episode last night, and it was fine because like it was you know it was nighttime, so there was no need. Uh, and then we watched episode two, and I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, still can't see anything. And then it was like I didn't read what the titles were yet, and we were getting into this the third episode, and I was like, I really hope that this. <laughs> I really hope this episode has more lights to it. And then, like, the thing showed up. It was like, Shadows of Tantus. I was like, great. <laughs> that doesn't... <laughs> that does not sound like it's going to be very light. <laughs> it was so perfectly timed. That's but, so <laughs> funny. But, yeah, so... I need to get better curtains. Um, I think I like the third episode better. Um... Yeah. I'm still sad about tech and just, you know, 
going into these episodes, I was like, he's not even going to be there. Why? Why do I even hey. bother? Hey, we have, there's that mysterious assassin clone guy that stands around. Which, he looks like, did you watch, like, the original Hellboy? No. Okay, well, to people who did watch the original Hellboy, it's very good. <laughs> but, um, there's one guy, and he's an assassin, like, he's like a cyborg, I guess? Um, and he looks exactly like that to me. Obviously not exactly, but, like, he looks so much like that. It was, it's kind of funny. Um, but his costume looks really cool. Just, like, all black. Yes. Um... Yeah, I think for me, I mean the third episode would be very close for a favorite, but it was um I the first one I just thought was like just really well done. Like there were some really really cool like cinematic choices I liked in that first episode. And I think it was like a perfect way to like get us back into it and catch us up on what Omega and Crosshair are up to and very it's very good. They were all very good. The third episode was phenomenal also. Love the second episode. Um, it was all it's all amazing. Um Yes. I put so a I picture. Guess... That's just what he reminds me of. Oh yeah. I see that. Interesting. Don't mind the Nazi hat. The movie started off it's, um, interestingly. Yeah, it's a little hard <laughs> to not mind it, but I see what you mean with <laughs> the Nazi. Don't mind it. It's the same thing, um, you know, em and, you know empire, I mean, empire, Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> same yeah, thing. Same, same difference. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we'll get into spoilers a little bit. Um, I don't feel like we need to totally like recap. I said recap. That was unfortunate. Damn. Recap, play by, a play-by-play -play for each episode, because um, I assume you watched it or know what happened from the social medias, if you're listening to this. Uh, but we can just kind of talk about our general thoughts. So I guess we'll go through episode one first. I think what I loved so much about this episode was, like I said, it was... Omega's hair. Oh, Omega's hair is great. I love the cute little ponytail <laughs> look. It's so good. It's so cute. Okay, go ahead. That's um, all I had to say. <laughs> well, but I think a lot of the, like, the story obviously was amazing, but the the way they showed the story was so cool to me. Um, like, uh, the machine with the blood samples and whatever they're doing there centrifuge um, thingy yeah yeah that word i know, I know that, that science means. i think um, <laughs> but like the using that as like a ticking clock was mm -hmm. such an inspired choice uh that i was like obsessed with and it was in the third episode also um just yeah like, i think that's when i like actually noticed it um was the third episode. Yeah, and it was, like, and it's so, it works on so many levels, because it's so om ominous, especially, like, when we learn more about it, and we learn, like, towards the, you know, that third episode, when it's ticking down to a mega sample being the one lined up there. Um, but just in, you know, even before that, when it's just used to show the passage of time, the repetitiveness of all that they're doing there, you know, how similar every day is. It was really cool. Um, I love the way they handled the time skip, um, so I think going straight to, like, I think cutting straight to, like, that 
when she has the ponytail, mm-hmm. I think we would have lost out on a lot, but still seeing her, like, in those early days of the imprisonment, where she's, like, you know, still settling in, still a bit more energetic, I guess, with all of this, still trying yeah. um, to talk to Crosshair, Crosshair in the hallway, and, like, everything um, was that, and I, I thought they did a really good job at showing the progression of how things go, like, her relationship with Crosshair, like, even though we don't see, you know, her, I think they said today on Twitter, it was 125 days she was in Mount Tantus, um, with Crosshair, and we didn't see her, you know, go to Crosshair 125 times, we only saw it, I think, like, twice, like, in that first episode, um, but we saw, like, we could tell how that relationship had progressed, in that time, you know, we saw how her relationship with Thatcher, which is the cutest name, and I love Thatcher. I just um, like that she put together Bad and Batch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then um, had her accent at the end. It was like, Batcha. Yes. Um, yeah, I loved, like, that relationship, and I think that was also um, a very... You know, a very classic Star Wars moment, a very Ezra moment of, you know, showing kindness to another being is ultimately what saves the day in the end, which mm-hmm. is in episode three. But I just think in general, it was a really good show of the progression that happened without us having to sit through it 125 times. Like, I think the way they showed it felt very natural without being repetitive. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, and... Oh, and also her doing the tally marks reminded me so much of Rey. You know, I think, like, she's in a very kind of similar position where it's, like, she's, you know, taken from her family, and she's counting down the days, hopeful that they'll come get her, but eventually, you know, she is the one that has to free herself. Uh, from no fault of her family's, you know, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, for both Rey her and Her family's Amaya. trying. Yes. <laughs> um, but it was very interesting. And, yeah, I just love that first episode so much. It's so good. I like, um, I don't, how do you, like, Emery? Yes, Emery Carr. Yeah, I liked her a lot. I just, it, it just, I don't, I'm not entirely sure. What, I mean, I like, I, I, I think it's because she thinks that she's doing the right thing. Especially because mm-hmm. we, she's been told this thing and she has been told not to question and this is that. And that, like, throughout all of the episodes she's slowly kind of getting a soft spot for Omega mm-hmm. um, which is I think it's really cute um, because again like she's she has siblings and she has like the bad batch um, and so she I like that she hopes that she can get Emery to like join her or at least help her in these things um I think it's really cute. I, as much as I am not a very hopeful person, uh, I like how hopeful Omega is, and mm-hmm. how much she doesn't want to give up on uh, Crosshair, which I think is a big step for me because <laughs> I would have been like, ditch him. I who cares? I'm, I'm aware. I ditch remember. her. <laughs> who cares? Um. So I think it's I think it's really cute and 
it breaks my heart because <laughs> I'm always like, something's going to go wrong. You poor girl. It's out of your hands. It's Star Wars' hands now. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, and Emery Carr is so interesting because she's such a mystery. You know, like, she's a clone. She's a full-grown, you know, Omega. It's like, how does she fit into... Because she... Which she looks know, so much seems... like her with, with her ponytail. Yeah, well, yes. But it's, like, it's unclear. Like, Emery doesn't seem to see the other clones as siblings the way that Omega does. Like, what's her connection? Um, or, you know, is she rapid age? Or was she made so much before, long before the other clones? Like, why does she have a last name? <laughs> why does Hemlock call her by her name when he doesn't call any other clone by their name? Um, and it, there's so much um, of her as a mystery, and I'm really excited to hopefully learn a little bit more about her this season. And see, like, what her whole deal is. She's also, like, you know, like, she's so, she seems very conflicted to me. Like, she, I think she genuinely cares about Omega, I think. Yeah. Um, but she's also loyal to the Empire, presumably because that's all she seems to know. Um, so it's like, you know, she has, like, these competing motivations that I think are going to make her really interesting as a player going forward. And... You know, because she's also, like, you know, dedicated to the science and what they're doing and everything. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, also, that's what say oh. is a real one for destroying <sighs> the Omega samples. Yeah, but, okay. So, I get it. It's great. Love that for her. My thing is, like, I would be curious... Like, as a scientist, as Emery or Hemlock, I would be curious about Omega Sample. Because it's technically different from all the other clones. Um, I just... Which is why I was so... I'm kind of confused on why no one checked up on that. Or at least... Like, she, Emery knows that she's taking blood samples from Omega, like, every day. So... Like, and the fact that it's not coming up in reports, because mm -hmm. she's deleting it and then it's discarding it. Like, how, why? Yeah, I think it's, to me, I think it's um, a very early symptom of the problems we see the Empire having in Andor, where everything is so big and there's so many hands in everything. That's fair. That the small details get mixed. I mean, the Empire was actively looking for Cassian while he was in one of their prisons, you know? True. And I think it's kind of a similar thing where there's so... Like, that facility is huge. There's so much going on. Um, they're taking so many samples. There's so many clones in there. And, you know, like, if... You know, it's like, yeah, maybe Omega doesn't pop up her... You know, there's not a file on her if they go look for it. But if, you know, if Emery's like, hey, now let's say, how did Omega sample go? Oh, same as the others. Nothing yet. Okay. <laughs> like... Yeah. yeah, especially because I think they're so, I don't want to say they're trusting of Nalise, because they're clearly not, but I think they're so confident that they won with her. They're like, ha, we have Omega, she's going to do whatever we want. And they're so overconfident in that, that they're not seeing what's happening right under their nose. True. That's my I'm just curious, because like, in my head, I would be like, I'm curious, so what is, I want to see Omega's stuff, mm -hmm. but... Well, it, it is also, you know, maybe it also, like, you know, I mean, I'm sure Emery put some samples in of her own, maybe, and so, 
Omega's sample not being anything special maybe isn't such a big deal. They're like, well, Emery's wasn't either, so it makes sense, you know. Sure. Um, but then it also begs the question, why is Omega's sample so much better at retaining the midichlorian count? And why did Nalise already know that? Like, well, I'm sure. Well, that's, that's the whole the really... mystery with Nalise. I think. Right, but it's so it's like what it does, you know, kind of beg the question that ever since season one has been like what, you know, this sounds terrible, but like why was Omega created? Like, what was um? What's so special about Omega? Well, no, but like, what's the what was the, her purpose and yeah. what? Um, you know, I mean, I think it was Cut Laquane said it in season one. He's like, you know, like, the Kaminoans don't just, like, do stuff to have fun. Like, they're, they're not just gonna make a little kid to be a lab assistant. Like, there's gonna be some, some kind of, of purpose, some kind of experiment, um, happening. And it's, you know, what was Omega's and is Omega gonna use the Force? <laughs> Everyone uses I the can. Force. I was gonna say if I could have like one character that doesn't need any support, <laughs> that would be a little that would be a breath of fresh air. <laughs> um but yeah, so it's interesting. And I mean obviously all this ties into Rise of Skywalker. We know where it's going. They're trying right. to make a Palpatine clone that can use the force because um you know, the force is a mystical energy force and it doesn't just, you know, like to do what it tells you to all the time, or do what you tell it to all the time. So, like, if Palpatine's making like a clone, that. it's not going to inherently be Force-sensitive. Uh, so, they're uh, figuring out... So then, do you think what they're working on is his son that is, la- like, his son that's in the later movies, or you think, like, Snoke? Or you think, like, um, just any of it, maybe? I, I think, I mean, I feel like all of it was part of the process to get to the Palpatine we see in Rise of Skywalker, right? Like, I think it was, like, in Shadows of the Sith, Dathan was, like, a failed Palpatine clone. Like, I don't think yeah. he could use the Force um, as easily. And so... It is, um, you know, it's all part, it's all part of that. I think, I don't know how Snoke quite fits into it. I know he's connected. Um, I haven't read enough comics to know the details, to be totally honest. I haven't either. Um, I've read a lot of books, but I'm so woefully behind on the comics. Um... So yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure it's in a comic. I just don't know. <laughs> and I was My probably in the Kylo Ren one or something. Probably. He's probably in his car <laughs> being like, it's in this issue of this comic. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, uh. sorry, Sal. Um, <laughs> you can come on the show and explain it to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, <gasps> We could drink wine and dad can explain it to us. Oh. You know, can do that now. I can't do wine though. I don't. I can't. Oh. I haven't found a wine I liked. I like don't. you like sweet wine or you like like I've, dry wines. We have to I've discuss. I tried this now. a couple of wines and I'm not a fan. I what's been a, a, fan what's of a any couple? Of them. Which ones? I don't know. People give me this like here wine. Try it. I'm like okay. Who cool. is giving you wine? I want to be friends with them. <laughs> I <have> people. <laughs> I don't know work and school and <laughs> that's fair no I mean, it's I, like, you know, you're at a party and it's like oh here try this wine I'm like mm, you can have it 
you know. <laughs> We well, have seven. I'm like, but then gonna... how am I gonna send you like Skywalker Ranch wine? I'm not. I'll try it. I haven't tried that one. <laughs> I'll try it. I, I just so like no wines at all. I, You've never I, even been like mm, maybe. I I mean I've. I mean I. Ha- it's not like I'm like ew. This is disgusting. Like I'm gonna spit it <coughs> out. I'm just like I don't know if I'd willfully like. Drink all like I don't know if I'd willfully drink a bunch of this. Okay, thing. then you can take shots of tequila or something. Okay. We will drink oh God, tequila. <laughs> we will drink wine. <laughs> sure, I'll do. Yeah, whatever you want to do, you can do it. My you, dad, you can do whatever no. you want. I'll do whatever I want. <laughs> we'll leave it My at that. dad's just gonna question you the entire time. Yeah. Well, what ship is this? Wrong <laughs> shot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, That's what my dad did on my birthday, I, but it was beer. I can be many a person in Star Wars trivia, uh, not your father. <laughs> eh. Ever. He's special. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, um, yeah. Uh, but I don't, so I don't like the name <laughs> Project Necromancer. Oh, yeah. But even that's the it. name they used in Mandalorian, so it's like all it's all coming together. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, it's what they're doing. I just they're... I know uh, I don't I don't really I don't know why, but that word gives me the ick. I mean, it's you know, a person who raises people from the dead. So I, yeah, you. which is which is fine, <laughs> but like the word necromancer is like ew, why ew. Um. I, I don't follow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but okay. I love Batcher. I like, I think her little lunchbox is so cute. And then she makes like a hay toy. And oh it's so God. cute. They, StarWars.com just posted a little like DIY, like craft instructions to do. So first get hay. Yes. Put it in your lunchbox every day. <laughs> and it'll just appear. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that oh, was God, so. I like. T- I definitely like, teared up when she first pulled it out. I was like, "That's the cutest thing." It was also like, <laughs> you know, I mean, we've seen Omega grow so much, um, through She's still a kid. these seasons, but she is also yeah, just a kid still, and it's like, it was a strong reminder of that. Like, even though she's like awesome and like shooting people and like crushing droids under boxes. Like, Planning she's also escapes. a kid who wants a toy, and it's, like, you know. Which I think is, like, even sweeter when Emily, or Emily, I don't know, uh, is takes it away, and is like, I'm gonna discard it. And I was like, no! You jerk! And then she comes back and, like, gives it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I like you again, it's alright. Yeah. Um, I guess we were, like, kind of talking about, well, like, because one and three go together, like, two kind of breaks it up, so, like, we're talking about three now, two kind of, so we'll, like, do that and then go back to two, um, but three was also really good, we got to see, I loved, I think Omega and Crosshair's relationship very, very quickly was super endearing, it's something we've seen so little of in previous seasons, and like I was so I was on board like immediately. I was like, yes, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, oh, was... I, I thought it was cute, especially because Crosshair is me with kids, 
Like, <laughs> like get out of here. Go away. You're only making it worse. Like, blah, blah, blah. But then, then he's like, ah, okay, well, you got us this far. Like, that was super cute. Um, and I, I, I was tearing up just a little bit at that part. Right. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's like Crosshair is definitely like kind of playing this tough guy, right? Like he's kind of trying to act like himself, like pre-character development, but we, you know, we know how much he's grown. Um, so it is like, you know, he's like arguing with him, he's like, no, this is a stupid plan. Don't do this. Just leave me behind. Like, just go. And then, but then as soon as Omega's like, no, just do this, it's fine. Immediately, he's like, okay, like, I'm doing this, I guess. Like, I'm distracting from Stormtrooper, which is so funny. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty funny. Like, well, I'm gonna grab your gun. Yeah? How? That was hilarious. I would have, I would have died on spot if I was that Stormtrooper. Yeah, I mean, actually, because he would have probably shot you, but yeah. I would have died before (laughs) he shot me. Uh... Yeah, yeah, he, um, yeah, and their their whole escape was, is really tense, um, cause, like, you know, I, and it's, that's, like, the thing, with the, ex- a few exceptions, a lot of recent Star Wars, like, Andor, or Obi-Wan, or, like, even Tales of the Jedi, is a lot about characters that we know have to survive to the next thing, you know, um, like it's always like, like you know, like it's stressful, but it's also like okay, well I know you're gonna you're gonna survive at least, so it's fine. Uh, and we don't know that <laughs> about any one of the bad batch, except well. like Rex. <laughs> so it's it's My really boy. Yeah. Um. So it's really, really scary. Um. Very tense to watch. Um. But it was also interesting. Also like Palpatine's there. Oh, and I loved Omega being like. Okay, we'll just steal Palpatine's ship then. Like, yeah, I was. <laughs> I kind of wanted them to do it though. I was like, you know what? If anyone can do it, it's Omega. Yeah, they so they right they said that. I was like, girl, no. <laughs> I mean, please. Palpatine wasn't there. Um, but no, but the <laughs> thought of that and the thought of her pulling it off because she would have is astounding to me. <laughs> Yeah, um, but they, uh, they did it, they, (laughs) they got out into the woods, and they were chased, and it was, it was, like, every second of that episode was so good, you know, like, we're learning so much about what the Empire's up to, because they're doing a million things right now, and we're learning so much about, like, you know, like, little things, like, Omega memorized all the plans, because tech- forced her to memorize them and um she like so crosshair says like let's do this plan and they do it and they work together really well as a team Mm -hmm. and they're very coordinated even though they haven't really worked together before uh which was super cool i like that she took the dog home yes and they took the dog dude wrecker is gonna love that thing i'm telling you right now (laughs) i really need that wrecker um and batcher meeting so bad. It was, it's, I love Batcher. Batcher's cute. Um, <laughs> it was also a cool full circle moment, because, like, the first, first scene of the first episode was that ship crashing. And then that's where they go. And it was like, oh, like, it all, it all connects in the end. 
Yeah, I thought it was funny because, like, the guy, um, Hemlock's like, well, you just doomed him. Like, that was, that was mean. That was, like, ev- like the more mm-hmm. evil thing to say to this kid who thinks that she just, like, helped this, <laughs> this animal. Right. Like, I know it was the complete point that he was trying to do, but I was like, that's low. But I think he Even was Even Thrawn so... wouldn't do that. He was... I don't know. Thrawn might. Well, <laughs> to be honest. But, like... Um, <laughs> I just... I think, um... It was so... Important, though, that he was wrong. You know? Like, Thatcher yeah. was awesome. Thatcher kicked the Stormtrooper butt, dude. And, like, he came and saved them. And that, you know, is what... It was Omega's kindness that really saved her and Crosshair. Um, both in terms of her having Crosshair with her to help, and then, you know, with Batcher, and I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Um, but, yeah. And I Crosshair's love that. So I like, good. I just, again, I just like that she took him with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see where, what Crosshair and Omega are gonna do. I, like, I assume... They're going to be looking for Hunter and Wrecker, but when they also have to stay under the radar, and then Hunter and Wrecker are obviously looking for them, but they have to stay under the radar, so it'll be really interesting. Like, I'm kind of worried Hunter and Wrecker are going to go to Tantus and break in, and then be like, oh, they're not here. Okay? Yeah. And That's going to suck. They have to go back. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, and, you know, in true Bad Batch fashion, I am hoping for some Omega Crosshair little adventures along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think that's such a, such an interesting in- dynamic, and also we have a doggy now, so I'll take that. Um, yes. But I think they have such an interesting dynamic where cross all Crosshair wants her to do is give up on him, and that is the only thing Omega refuses to do. And I think that creates such an interesting relationship, you know, because then you also have, you know, Omega's a kid and Crosshair has that paternal Django Fett gene that he's going to have to be protective over her. Um, but then also she's going to protect him. And it's like this, I think it'll be a very mutually beneficial relationship for both of them. Um, and it's really exciting to see Crosshair back interacting with the Batch. I think his time away from the Batch was so necessary for him and his arc. But um, I think I'm I'm sad for him because of his hands. Yeah. That he will no longer be able to. Well, I'm sure he could snipe, but probably not very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that that's that's messed up. <laughs> um, yes. Like for episode two, I believe. Like there's those kids, and you know one of the kids was like, well we're clones like that's like war is all we know and i like i was like all right sit down kid you didn't you didn't even like go through the war yet like you have time (laughs) chill out it's okay yeah but like the fact that crosshair was of course he's not only good at sniping but like that is like his trademark and his whole thing that must severely suck yeah, um, 
And I thought it was just a thing where he was just, like, shaking because he was worried. Like, the first time we saw it. And then the second time where uh, they're trying to escape and she points it out again. I was like, oh, that's... This is permanent, I see. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of sad. Uh, hey, we know it's permanent. They got good doctors. Well... The galaxy far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's very sad, but I also think so much of Crosshair's arc was about learning who he is without the things that people tell him he's good for, like learning who he is outside of being a soldier and all of this. So I, it's, I don't know, an almost necessary part of his arc, I think. Um, and I don't know, I'm really... I'm so excited for, I think some of his episodes were probably some of my favorites of the last season, and I'm really excited to see where it goes, you know, if and when they get to reunite with the rest of the batch, and, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm scared for Pabu, because we know in the trailer bad things are going to happen there. Yeah. But if Pabu comes out the other end, I think Crosshair deserves a spot in on Pabu. Yes. Uh, for sure. Those poor kids. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's a perfect segue in episode two. Um, yeah. Which I really loved. It was, I think, just, you know, they released an odd number of episodes, so someone got less than the other plotline. One plotline got less than the other plotline, and that was this one, but I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I think... Seeing Hunter and Wrecker and how desperate they have become in their search and how um they've kind of gone through like a role reversal. Like Hunter is like, we gotta leave, we gotta go right now, we have to go right now. And Wrecker's like, well, well hold on, like Echo and Rex said they'll be ready in a few days, like we wait for them. And Hunter's like, no, we gotta go now, we gotta go now. And it's so interesting because, you know, traditionally it was Hunter was the planner and the leader and Wrecker was the... I want to go thin and blow things up, kind of guy. So it's interesting to see that role reversal. Um, and, you know. It's sad. It's sad, but it's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed the clone kids. Um, that was something when they kind of evacuated Camino. We didn't really see, like, we didn't see them, like, rounding up clone kids as much. Like, it was mostly focused on the adult clones. But it was like, oh, yeah, like, they, there were still little, little ones. There were little, little guys there. Little guys. Um, and, you know, it's, I think that's such an interesting idea. I love seeing these characters because it is, like, you know, the clones, the adult clones, like, they were created for war and they have all these complicated feelings about that. But they got to, they got to do it, you know, and then they're discarded and all that. And, it's, you know, it's terrible. But, you know, the kids, they're created for war and they're told, you know, this is what you're going to do. You're going to grow and they're going to do this. And this is like what it looks like. This is what your life looks like. This is what it's going to be like. And they're told that and then it just stops. <laughs> like they just, you know, and they're still kids and they're discarded. And what do you, you know, what do they do? Um, and that's really interesting. 
I'm really, really sad. Um, I like the fact that, so, I hated that they were like, we should leave. And I was like, I will kill these kids myself. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, I liked that one of them was like, well, they're literally going to help our, like, their own teammate. Like, none of the other clones did that for us. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved that so much. Because I was like, that is true. And it's so cute. Because they were literally abandoned. Um, so I just, I thought, oh, this is cute. And I was like, uh, <laughs> please make correct choices. Yeah. Um, yeah, and those, uh, I really liked you know, each of the kids kind of had their own little personalities. Um, like, there was one kid who seemed maybe a bit older, played by Daniel Logan, um, who was the, like, kind of the sort of leader that the other kids looked to, but they're, you know, they still, like, I forget, I forget their names, but then the one kid was, like, you know, he went against the other two. He's like, no, I'm gonna go with them. Like, I'm gonna help them. They're looking for a member of their squad. And it's cool. Also, the tree tentacle monster things. Yeah. Horrible. I couldn't or see why, it. But... Why are there so many tentacles? Can we not? Are, are we done? Can we, like, as a society, move past tentacles? Like, I'm over it. Like, no. Least... <laughs> okay. I. Uh, no. <laughs> not not with the internet lately. No. <laughs> I it... don't know what that means, and I don't want to know. <laughs> um... No, but I couldn't see anything. <laughs> Yeah. I just saw, like, a vine, and I was like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And then it well, looked like a tongue, and I was like, whoa. And then there were little face huggers, yeah. and I was like, huh. It was weird, man. Um, I didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, like but it was, it was, um, it was giving, like, the Drengear in the High Republic. Um, they're not Drengear. I'm not saying they are before Damn. anyone corrects me. But... My dad furiously <laughs> typing right now. <laughs> Delete the text. Um, but yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's interesting, and uh, now I'm just like spitballing, right? But you think those were ti- so? Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry, but like, so the Drengear and the High Republic are like these tree monster guys that try to like kill you, basically. That's you know the whole time. Um, uh, I mean, not there's more to it than that, but like that's you know just. <laughs> But uh-huh. it's so interesting because these are also tree monsters that try to kill you. But the Drengear were kind of like dark force being things, where these are like science experiments that got out of control. Um, so it's I don't know. I'm just with you know the fact that the Bad Batch is connecting to Rise of Skywalker, and they said it would connect backwards too. I'm like, you know, and maybe it, you know this specifically is it going to get expanded on? Like this is like. Tree monsters, okay, we're not going to talk about that anymore. It's, like, fair. But, like, what if they're, you know, in the record somewhere, they talked about the Drengear and how they were really scary and not, not easy to fight. And, um, Dr. Hemlock read, you know, he read the book and he was like, interesting, I wonder if I can make that. And, um, did. Kind of. They, I mean, they took over the planet. Attempted. They, like, ruined this planet with these, like, stupid tree monsters. Like, their, yeah. their science experiment got out of hand. It's like, I guess we can't just go to, like, no one can go to this planet anymore. We ruined it. Sorry, everyone. Like, if you like this planet, 
Nuh uh. <laughs> Not anymore. You're gonna die if you go Sorry, here. Sorry, kids. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they blew it up and left the kids. And... That's like really the like playbook of the Empire, specifically in the Bad Batch. I mean, we see it in other stuff too, but it's like a very recurring theme with the Empire and the Bad Batch. And you know, they're in their early days, they haven't refined their genocidal techniques yet. But they're like, oh, that didn't go well. Let's blow it up. <laughs> like, oh, whoops. We created a biological, like, weapon. Blow it up. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Yeah, it's fine. Let's, Let's go. It. <laughs> get rid of it. Uh, yeah, it's just sloppy, I guess. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting, too, because I think it's, like, the Empire. The Empire is always sloppy. I mean, they're a formidable villain for multiple reasons, but they, they're they always sloppy, just in different ways. Like, right now, they're still new to this whole, like, fascism thing. Like, they're still getting used to that, so they're, like, they make a mistake and they just blow it up. Um, and that's kind of, like, their problem right now. <laughs> they're just blowing everything up. But then, you know, we get to Andor, and they're, they're not as, you know, blow everything up happy anymore, but they, like, lose people. Like... Mm-hmm. You know, they're hunting the Cassian Andor, their big villain for whatever's going on right now. And they're hunting him. They're looking all over the galaxy for him. And he's in their prison. They're just calling him Keith. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, it's very, you know, it's similar and different. Mm-hmm. I just, I just didn't like whatever it was. Because it, eventually it was just like Sarlacc mixed yeah. with vines. Yeah, well, because there's just, like, the big vines that just try to, like, grab you that they first run into, and it's like, oh, that's gross. And there's, like, the little saplings that, like, jump on you. I think those were the worst, personally. Like, I know I said I hated the tentacles, and I do, but those were the worst, actually. Um, And then, yeah, and then there was, like, tree sarlacc. Uh, Yeah, I hate it. Wait, so are the vines different from the tree sarlacc? No, I or... think they're, like, all connected. Oh, okay. I think it's one giant, yeah. like, I think it's all one giant, like, organism or something. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't got the answers? I, I watched the same episode you did. <laughs> I watched it in the dark, because my dad and I got up at, like, 4.30 a.m. to watch it. So I did watch it in the dark. I did see more than you, but. <laughs> I was probably at work at that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, at that time, it would have been one thirty for you so so i was almost getting up to go to work soon <laughs> ah i see when do you have to be at work um well i can't drive yet I, I mean i can but now i don't have my own car uh so i have to technically go when chris goes and chris goes at like four mm-hmm. and it's about a 20 minute drive so i get up around like three or two oh. and then for me, I just like go to s- go back to sleep in the car, but uh, I like five, I guess usually. I see, I see. Yeah. Very early. Yeah, like I, <laughs> like two days ago, I, uh, I I left work, and like I, I'm always inside, and that day I like especially stayed inside because it was so busy. And I went outside, and it was, like, you know, it was, like, 2.30. And I, I was like, oh, my God, the sun! My <laughs> eyeballs! It hurts so bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. But anyway. um, Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, uh, trying to think what other things to say about Sith too. It's so good. Um, I like that they were like, you know what? We're looking for one kid. How about we get two more? <laughs> yeah. Three more. They have three more kids. Three. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> wait a second. Yeah, one of them did not die. Two, three more. <laughs> um, yeah, I was also, I have to say, I was high key stressed they were going to drop Gonky. Like, yeah, he when was they like, were taking running like, a back, backpack everywhere. I was like, I, well, when they were like, I was like, oh no, they're going to lose Gonky. Like, I was like, I don't think emotionally I can handle losing Gonky. Like, like, it, like, losing Tech was so bad. I think losing Gonky would push me over the edge, like, straight up. <laughs> and then, so they were, like, running away. I'm like, oh my god, what if they leave Gonky behind? And then when they were going up the cable and Hunter was like, or, yeah, one of them was like, we need more firepower, shooting the tree Sarlacc. And I was like, oh my gosh, Gonky's a battery. What if they drop him in a blow? I was, like, freaking out, like, for a solid 15 <laughs> seconds. And they're like, grab the box of explosives. I was like, okay, thank god. Gonky's okay. Yeah, I so would have been so in. bad at that. They would have been like, find the box of explosives. I would have looked the entire ship and be like, where? I know, where? That's, what, that's why the Bad Batch needs a mom. To find yeah. everything. They um, found it eventually, but like, yeah. I would have been like... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm also really excited to see Rex and Echo again. Because um, I miss Echo and Rex, and I want to know what they're doing, and why they're not with Hunter and Raccoon. Um, and yeah, I think it's interesting, because obviously Echo cares a lot about Omega, but, you know, Hunter and Wrecker are solely focused, like, everything they're doing is to get to Omega again. And, you know, Echo is still doing the Rex stuff, presumably the clone, I don't know, I don't know what to call it, support network? It does not seem right, but, like, the clone yeah. stuff they're doing. Um, that's really interesting. Also, my girl, Ryo, she's still helping. What's she doing? Mm -hmm. Uh, there's, I'm so excited for so much to potentially happen, um, in this season. I think I'm so hyped. It's gonna be so good. Yes. Uh, and, you know, <sighs> you know, Crosshair and Omega are out on the town. I want more tech, um, like... Hey, like, no, I don't no. know why, but the, like, the, no, like, like, even if he doesn't come back, the mentions of him would be mm -hmm. very nice, especially, I, I, I don't know, like, I just felt so sad, but, like, in a happy way, when she was, like, yeah, Tech made me, like, memorize all of them, and then, like, he didn't need to say anything, they didn't need to put it in the script for him to say anything, but the fact that he said, of course he did was the cutest thing possible. And I was like, oh, my baby. <laughs> my baby's gone. My grown man <laughs> baby. <laughs> um, yeah, oh my gosh. Well, and uh, the shot of his goggles on the console in the Marauder were... Mm -hmm. Um, but... <sighs> yeah, uh... Yeah, I think, you know... Even if Tech doesn't come back, I think the fact that he's so clearly, you know, his his uh, lack of presence is such an important part of the show still. Like, we feel it, you know, when we see Hunter getting frustrated over the data pad stuff, because Tech always did that. Yeah. You know, it's, um, we see all that, and I think that's, you know, 
the the weight of his loss is such a shadow over everything going on and I think it shows how important he was and that's I think that you know such a cool thing very sad thing yeah. but very well done <sighs> thanks Lucasfilm <laughs> but yeah oh, my poor boy yeah so um there's a lot <laughs> um to look forward to this season stuff we you know don't know is gonna happen um stuff we do know like Ventress is gonna be there um mm-hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I'm, so, my dad wasn't explaining anything. I can't tell if I call him out of, like, a, like, he was in shock, kind of, like, not talking, kind of, I don't know. Uh, where are we in the timeline? Like, would she still be alive? No, okay. right? I got you. So, yeah, we're after Order 66, obviously, and she died before Order 66. But, okay. so we don't know what's going on. But Brad Rao, one of the writers, or producers, um, he said that it lines up with the events of Dark Disciple in an interview with stars.com. So, whatever is happening, they're not just like, Dark Disciple, throw it in the trash. Like, they're... Yeah, it, no. They said it lines I, up. They made a point to line it up. With how much people were getting mad about stuff like that, like, I, I can see why they probably weren't going to do that. But... Um... Uh, so I don't But know. I was still like, what up, huh? Yeah. Hey, listen. She um she died on the planet where they raise people from the dead all the time. So I'm not I'm, that's the thing is I'm not like <laughs> that's ridiculous. But I'm also like wait, huh? Wait, cuz I was just caught off guard so much that I was like that's interesting. And also I guess it like could be a flashback, but I have no idea. I don't know. I'm excited for more Ventress on my screen. We have not had Ventress on our screen for so long. Um, yes. I'm excited, regardless of how it goes. We know we're getting some Fennec this season. Some more Cad Bane. Wolf. Wolf's gonna be there. Um, I hope Cody is in it. Cody. Spare Cody. Spare Cody, please. Spare Cody. Um, and some, maybe some Ryo Chuchi. I'm so excited. I'm, like, so hyped. Thinking, like, this is going to be the next many weeks. Ah, oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm very hyped. Yes. Um, so we have to wait till next week to find out what happens. I feel like it's going to be a Hunter and Wrecker episode, I think. I think they're going to flip-flop. Hunter and Wrecker. Oh, yes. No, that would make That's sense. Guess. Um, I'm sure they will be able to, like, contact them, too, through the new shuttle that they have. Um, right, but, you know, I, I'm just wondering, because, like, Wrecker and Hunter are trying to stay off the grid, so it's, like, it's gonna be harder to reach out to them, you know? And it's also, like, like the reason they got Crosshair's message last season was because, like, Tech happened to look at old frequencies, and Tech's not there to look at old frequencies anymore, so it's, true. like, what is, you know, what's it gonna, what's it gonna be? What's gonna happen? I'm scared. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Hopefully. But, I guess we will see. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, so an amazing start to the Bad Batch season three. Uh, and yeah, we'll be we'll be here to talk about it. <laughs> um, so if you want to find Star Wars Geek Girl stuff, go to StarWarsGeekGirl.com. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are at SWGeekGirl, and the Facebook page is Star Wars Geek Girl. I'm doing better with the keeping up with the website now. I'm like got a system like doing better. Um, which I say nice. being late on posting today's article right now, but I'm gonna finish writing it as soon as we get off. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, and then if you want to follow me personally, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Spectre underscore five, and I'm on Twitter is at Azoica. Um, I personally do not have much except TikTok, and I haven't even posted anything there because I am in a severe art block that has been happening ever since college. And I'm very sad about it, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I'm trying to get back into it. Um, but the Rogue Rebels plugs, uh, we're going to be doing an episode soon about the Bad Batch as well, either today or tomorrow. I don't know. Um, so you can find us at theroguerebels.com, Instagram and TikTok at theroguerebels, Twitch at Rogue Rebels, podcasts wherever you're listening to Star Wars Geek Girl, Facebook page, The Rogue Rebels, Twitter at Rogue Rebels Fam. Um, my dad has been doing a lot of book reviews on stuff. He's been post, excuse me, he's been posting a lot of TikTok stuff about the books that he's been uh, reviewing and uh, stuff like that. Uh, the only things that we've been really talking about and uh, we've been lacking because of me um, uh, is like a lot of more Afro stuff uh, because I'm actually reading the comics, but I haven't in a while because at least before, like when I was reading them, I was in my dad's actual house and I was like, like, you know, but now I have an apartment and now I'm like, well, I have this to work on. I have this to work on and I have this. And then I, I've tossed it aside. That's my bad. But Afra's really cool and I'm slowly getting into it and I heard that it just ended. So now I have like, at least I know it's not going to keep going and keep going and keep going. <laughs> and then I'll never catch up. But yeah. That's cool. Yes. Well. Um, and I would really recommend... For Star Wars Geek Girl, uh, you listen to some recent episodes. I got to do an interview with Christina Ariel, who does the Higher Public show, and is just Ooh. an all-around amazing person and an absolute like beacon of light and positivity in Star Wars community. And it was so much fun to talk to her, and I think it'll be really fun to listen to. And then, if you are interested in a not-Star Wars podcast, you can listen to me yap, Ooh. as the kids say, about Overwatch lore Skibbity. for three hours. Oh my god. To... Oh my god, we missed the entire thing. Keep going. I'll, I'll remember. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just, I, um, I, it was two parts. I did a show, and there's video, if you're interested in watching video, okay, <laughs> um, of me explaining Overwatch lore to my dad. I had a slideshow, and I had like 30 some pages of notes. Um, uh-huh. so. If you are interested in learning about Overwatch lore or just hearing me talk about it, that is there if you have three hours. <laughs> Heard. That's... I'm sad I wasn't a part of that. You were busy. But I'm... I know. <laughs> I know I was busy. <laughs> but I'm still sad about it. I'm going to go watch it, though. Um... 
Does that include recent things? That includes everything that has come out up to when we recorded. Okay. So every comic, every short story. I haven't read all the novels. I'm working on the novels. But I included the information from the novels I could find online. Every animated uh-huh. short. All the missions. It's all in there. Heard. I just need the somber parts. <laughs> there's, there's, I talk about some sombra. I talk about some everyone. Every single character actually had a slide. And there was timeline slides. And there was a lot. My dad, it was so funny. We were like, probably less than halfway through. My dad goes, I didn't know there were so many characters. I thought there were like six. Because he like only ever sees well, me play like Tracer, Sombra, Diva, <laughs> Ash. So like... Yeah. <laughs> that's that's fun. It was really fun. And also my dad got to like weigh in on stuff. Like he didn't know anything about Overwatch really. But so like I told him the story of Anna and he's like, you know, that's just like this like real life World War Two story and I was like, What? So it was like cool, you know, to talk about it with someone who didn't know anything about Overwatch. And then I also nice. included Star Wars connections, so like you know, like Alyssa Wong has written for Overwatch. Um mm-hmm. like math um Matt Mercer voices Cassidy, and he also yeah. does some voices for, you know, uh, Wrecking Ball. Not him, Wrecking, but like, yeah, but I, I, is, I'm mentioning Wrecking Ball. <laughs> Wrecking Ball, the hamster, is um, every clone ever. And yeah, yeah, so there's like a lot of, I was like making a lot of like fun Star Wars connections. So it's still somewhat Star Wars. Um, but yeah, you can, you can watch that if you are interested. I didn't I think know... Overwatch lore is pretty cool, so. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know Moira was, um, Oh, Mon, Mon Mothma. Mothma. Yeah. yeah. Mon Moira. And I was dude. like, that makes sense. <laughs> Here, okay, okay, here's my pitch, okay, here's my pitch. Okay. Are you ready for uh-huh. this? I'm Overwatch uh-huh. x Star Wars collab, right? Because they're doing collabs uh-huh. now. So yeah. they can do it, okay? They're doing Cowboy Bebop next, All right. yes. Uh-huh. Mon Moira skin. Uh-huh. Okay. Cad uh-huh. Bane Cassidy. Uh-huh. Diva. Okay, Diva has a skin where the her mech kind of looks like the Falcon, and then she's in a little Han Solo outfit. Or, uh-huh. even better, even better, her mech looks like the Ghost, and she's in a little Hera outfit. Uh-huh. Okay. Orisa uh-huh. can be a Bantha. Uh-huh. All right. Farah could be a Mandalorian. Any of them. This is really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> Wrecking Ball could be like a Death Star and could be a little Death Star technician, or it could be like a BB-8 ball. Okay, Widowmaker. Uh-huh. Okay, and this is like my magnum opus. Okay, Widowmaker okay. or a Sing. Ooh. I mean, come like it's she's got the ponytail. Come on, mm-hmm. like it works. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then like Soldier Thirty Six could be like a Stormtrooper or something. All right, Winston, Winston Overwatch, Chewbacca. Okay, put Zen, put Zenyatta in some Jedi robes. Uh-huh. All right, there's, like, there's he's so the much. He's the cheapest. He's the cheapest one so far. Right. Okay, okay, but you ready? Ready for the best one? You ready for the absolute best one? Okay. okay. Tracer Sabine. Uh-huh. Makes sense. Right? She's got the pistols. she got the, like, fun short hair. Mm-hmm. Tracer Sabine. I, for Anna, for Anna, 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 uh, I do know that I ch- I was showing my dad because I got this skin for her like a while ago, like when I first started playing Overwatch, and it was because it looks like a Mandalorian, 
Um, I know what Yeah, I forget what it's called, but like it, it's just a Mandalorian. It looks like a night owl <laughs> helmet. But uh, there was something else. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Omega, when she's escaping and she goes to the elevator and she Zenyatta <laughs> kicks this poor mouse droid. 60 damage. Yeah, like, it's so sad. <laughs> I know, but also, like, Mousetroids are evil. I felt bad for the Mousetroid. You know, Mousetroid's just trying to do its job, man. It's trying to, like, carry message or whatever the oh, Mousetroid's doing. They're just... evil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it was That's, very funny. Yes, I agree. Uh, it's gonna suck for my bank account, but... Right? I just, like... Sounds good. Yeah. Listen, Blizzard, hit me up. You can have all my ideas. Oh, Blizzard came over to eat at the restaurant the other day. I wasn't there because they were at they were there for dinner, but it was Activision and another company and like Blizzard. Well, Activision and Blizzard are like the same company. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, uh, that's why I was like in another company because there was an other separate company, but first it was like members of specifically Activision. And then it was like blizzard, blizzard. I don't know. I all I know is that it like there were two separate banquets that was like Activision, and then the other one was Blizzard. So I don't. That's what just what I saw, but I don't know. Um, I thought that was interesting. I should have gone out there with your slideshow, but it's all the, like, Star Wars skins, and be like, so, so this is, um, this is what you should be doing right now. This is what you should be working on. Right. Call up Lucasfilm and just do it. You know, Fortnite did it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think it's funny, because I've been playing Fortnite more, and you can tell... Like, because my dad and I use the same account. You can tell when he's on and then when I'm on. Because when he's on, it's, like, all, like, Star Wars characters. And then when I play Fortnite, it's, like, S Solid Snake, Leon <laughs> Kennedy. Like, <laughs> I think it's funny. Lady Gaga I have now. I was, I like, thinking about, about Lady Gaga, but I was, like, it's like, oh. I can't justify the purchase. I just did the I, like... I just did the festival pass because mm -hmm. it has Black Hole Sun and that I that is so random <laughs> but I want it cuz I love that song but it, it's like obviously I want the Lady Gaga skin but like that's like I I was like not going to get it and then I saw that and I was like is that what I think it is? That shouldn't be what I think it is. <laughs> so I got it. Oh my gosh, the um the only festival song I have on Overwatch or on Overwatch on Fortnite is the Weezer one. So I just think it's really funny to kill someone and play Weezer. Like get Weezer, bro. Yeah. That's what, that's what you do. I just go sell your soul to be popular. Popular. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, so yeah. What was my point originally? Go watch me talk about Overwatch lore for yes. a very long time. Um, it was very comprehensive, I think. Um, I, I told a lot. I said a lot of things. And my slideshow, by the way, my slideshow was awesome. Just saying. So, if you watch the video, you can see it. It's very cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of, lots of notes and lots of, a lot of talking. 
a lot of talking. I should have been more hydrated because you can definitely hear my voice like starting to die. <laughs> I have water, one. but I'm always dehydrated. <laughs> See, here's my dilemma, okay? I feel dehydrated. I'm like, oh man, I need to drink more water. And I drink water and I have to pee all the time and that's just annoying. So it's like, you know, it's like, what, what the heck? You don't just wait till the end of the day? Um, no, because that's how you get a UTI. Nah. It's called hyperfocus. Yeah, I'm not trying to, <laughs> like, I don't know, ruin my kidneys or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. No, <laughs> I just, I don't, like, I go to work, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make myself coffee. Yummy, delicious coffee. Especially because they have really, really, really good oat milk, and I love oat milk with a passion, but the brand they have is so yummy, so I use that. And then, and then I don't have to use the restroom. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I drink, like, sometimes the bartender's like, do you want juice? And I was like, oh, yes, I would love some juice. Like, pomegranate juice with lemonade. And I drink that. And I'm like, okay, well, nothing. And then I drink water. And then, like, at the end of the day, like, at the end of my shift, I'm like, I haven't drank actual water. I should probably drink some water. And then suddenly it's like, ah, uh, bathroom time. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like, like, in the summer when I'm working and I'm outside and I'm like physically moving around a lot all day, I can drink a lot of water and not have a problem. It's when I'm working inside doing stuff and I have to, if I drink water, I have to pee. It's like so annoying. So I just don't drink water. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Life hack. Don't feel like going to the bathroom? Dehydrate yourself. Just kidding. Don't do that. Don't take my advice ever. Do Please, it. Don't do it. No. Stop. Do don't. Do not take my advice <laughs> on hydration. Take my advice on other things, but don't do it on hydration because that is... Uh, I don't have many faults, but that is my weak, my one weak area. One of many. My... Contradicting yourself a little bit there. Yeah, I, I heard it as soon as I said it, and I was hoping you wouldn't point it out, but... I'm a little too focused right now. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I drink you know some what, water. <laughs> my, I've got, you know, I've been really consistent on, like, my skincare routine recently, so, like, I feel Ooh. like it balances out, you know, so... That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I try to do that, but I don't like doing it before I go to work, because I'm like, I'm gonna get sweaty anyway, it doesn't matter, and then I come back from work and I do it, but... It's the same cycle over and over and over. <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. All right. Now we're just yapping. Yeah, now we are officially yapping. Um, So, we already did plugs and <laughs> everything. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm glad to be back. Glad you're talking about Bad Batch. Um, we have a lot of good Star Wars to look forward to this year, too. Like, it's not just Bad Batch. We've got Acolyte coming this year. Uh, Skeleton Crew something else oh tales of jedi season two and then like other stuff like outlaws looks awesome and that's coming out like so much stuff uh and it's gonna be a very good year for star wars and i'm really excited i'm so hyped for acolyte dude your dad's gonna love acolyte i'm telling you right now um mm-hmm. i'm so hyped for acolyte probably yeah, for trailer to come out so yes thank you, you just guys. tell us uh well i told you there's a podcast where i talk all about the trailer Okay, I just mean physically or physically. Tell I'm not actually more. seeing it. It's like I don't. Amanda Stenberg has an. You gotta America. no. You gotta animate it now. Okay, well that's a little bit beyond my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, we're gonna actually wrap up. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, may the force be with you. I was Zoe. I was Lizzie. May the force be with you, and goodbye. Goodbye.